Look, we appreciate the gesture, Kevin Rudd, but sorry means you don't do it again. Viewer discretion is advised. The following podcast talks about issues relating to all forms of abuse, stolen generations, and racism. Trigger warning. I would like to acknowledge the land on which I am on as the Wanaroa people's land. I would like to pay my respects to the Wanaroa people of Australia and to thank them for caring for this beautiful land for thousands of years. To the Wanaroa elders past and present, thank you for sharing your wisdom and knowledge and I'd like to pay my respects to any Wanaroa peoples listening. I would also like to remind my Australian listeners that they are on stolen Indigenous Australian land and to recognise that this was and always will be Indigenous Australian land. Yama, welcome to the, my first episode of my podcast, Korean. I'm Gabby, I'm a Gomorrah person, I live in New South Wales on stolen Wanarua land and my pronouns are they, them. Alrighty, thanks for listening in. We're going to talk about a serious, serious topic today, and that is the sorry speech, stolen generation, and the idea that Australia is sorry for what they have done to us Indigenous Australians. (sighs) Alright, let's have a yarn. (laughs) I don't know about you, well I'm talking about Australians right now. I don't know if you guys relate to this, but I remember when it was time to learn about Indigenous Australians, the one thing we all collectively learned in Australia about was the sorry speech. I remember we had to learn, like, the freaking... We had to know word by word what he was saying... I remember listening to it over and over again. It just lost its meaning. I was like, I'm not interested in it anymore. I couldn't give a crap about this. So, yeah. I'm scarred. But let's talk about it anyways. Because this is a really important topic. And I haven't heard anyone talk about it for a long time. So, those who don't know who Kevin Rudd is. Or want a reminder. Because I feel like everyone's like... Kevin Rudd, who's... Mm, sounds familiar. Kevin Rudd was the Prime Minister of Australia a little while back. Um, and he made a speech called the Sorry Speech, um, which was basically apologising to the stolen generation on behalf of the government. Um... He went along with it, he made the speech, um, despite the government's wishes, they did not want him to go along with it at all, remember that, um, yeah, it was like a really big celebration, the whole of Australia, well pretty much the whole of Australia was celebrating, yeah, it was crazy and now it's a part of the Australian curriculum to learn about the sorry speech, um, I'm not going to dive into the sorry speech. I'm not going to go into word for word. 
um if you want to do that in your own time you sure can it's very easily obtained literally just search up kevin rudd sorry speech or if you search up sorry speech it most likely will be the first link there's a whole like transcript like believe me if you want to look into it go for it so let's get into the seriousness um so after the sorry speech after the celebrations and sometimes i think also during aboriginal people were like oh thank you but um my child just got taken away yesterday um how can you be sorry for something that you are continuously doing you can't and then began the sorry means you don't do it again protests people i think this is when people actually try to start listening listening to aboriginal people talk about multiple stolen generations um australia is still ignorant obviously and they still a lot of people are still unaware of this but it's getting better um yeah so stolen generations plural it's happening every day to hundreds of aboriginal children and teenagers but it fits nicely under the name of foster care and child protection laws blah 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 instead of helping our communities they are taking our children and justifying it by saying it's what's best for the child Mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) let's get into that these children are being forcefully removed from their families communities and cultures to be in a non-indigenous household and a low indigenous populated school you might be like "Hmm, why what's that got to do with anything but this whole system all it does is help to erase our culture and disconnect us from traditional learning from our families from our culture from our cultural identity when our children become separated from their families and culture they can develop mental health issues they can become disobedient they can even become violent i know someone who was from the northern territory and um was in foster care and got taken down to where i live and this person was just wanted to be home and they acted out in ways that's not like them these kids can also partake in illegal activities and substances some of these children are even ending up in correctional facilities most of the time not even for a serious crime just thefts property related crimes burglary I apologize for my pronunciation of that word (laughs) please stay with me now people are going to be like well they should be taken away from their homes because their family is violent and 
it's abusive and this and that and the fourth and you're right some of these kids are being rehomed because their families are not safe their homes are not safe indigenous women are 34 to 80 times more likely than average to expect domestic violence to experience domestic violence between the 1st of July 2017 and the 30th of June 2018 the rate of substance abuse, neglect or risk of harm was 42 per 1,000 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island children in Australia. But the thing is, the thing that frustrates me with ignorant comments like, uh, well their family's shitty, blah blah blah, people don't understand that this abuse and this neglect is a direct cause a direct cause from intergenerational trauma I'll be going more into depth about stolen generations and intergenerational trauma in another episode but I really just want to touch the surface in this episode so for those who do not know what intergenerational trauma is it's basically trauma carried down through generations um for aboriginal people intergenerational trauma is caused by many things obviously but some examples are being part of the stolen generation um mission camps slavery rape of aboriginal women um by white men sexual abuse to children from the churches sadly the list is almost endless aboriginal people really feel these pain and traumas so deeply even if you're not affected by generational trauma i strongly believe that we all can feel the pain from our ancestors and sometimes we can feel this almost unexplainable unnecessary or unreasonable feeling of immense sorrow and pain sometimes that can be other things but I truly believe that we as um, Aboriginal people do feel our ancestors pain so let's just talk about how intergenerational trauma forms and how it manifests I guess you could say so intergenerational trauma starts as a child Um, children learn how how to treat other people by what they experience Um, for example if a child grows up being abused they learn that their behavior is justified by anger and power and then can proceed to treat their loved ones as such Um, intergenerational trauma in Aboriginal communities can look like all forms of abuse. An example is domestic abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, and it can form into serious mental health disorders, personality disorders, depression, anxiety, and it can really affect our crime rates uh, drug usage all that sort of stuff 
Here's a little statistic. Child Protection Australia claimed that out of the children in long-term out-of-home care, two in five, or 42%, are Aboriginal or Torres Strait Island. So, basically, the government will remove these children from their homes instead of dealing with the abuse and intergenerational trauma that their parents are victims of. Aboriginal people have been saying for years how to help fix these high rates of abuse and violence and the government is ignoring them and their ideas. Don't get me wrong, there are some amazing um, programs put in place in Aboriginal communities helping with domestic violence and other forms of violence and it's working for some people but sadly it's just not enough and as these traumas don't become addressed when we are children when these kids are growing up we start to see high rates of aboriginal children on the streets in foster care correctional facilities blah 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 and in prisons when they're older in fact 80 percent of the 10 year olds in australian prisons are aboriginal but this is what doesn't make sense aboriginal people as a whole make up only three percent of australia three percent of australia now try and imagine how much of that percentage are children it does not make sense that 80 percent of our 10 year olds who are in prisons that's another topic for another day <laughs> but it does not make sense that 80% of our 10 year old children who are in prison are Aboriginal it doesn't make sense that there are prisons correctional facilities sorry people are going to correct me on that are full of only indigenous children that just doesn't sit right with me alrighty thank you for listening so far you guys are legends I just really want to quickly summarize over what we've talked about so Kevin Rudd despite government's wishes made a speech called the sorry speech in which he apologizes on the behalf of the government for the stolen generation um after this speech the Australian community started I'm saying started carefully because they still haven't completely but started to listen to Indigenous Australians about how there isn't just one stolen generation there are multiple in fact it's an ongoing problem that we are still facing today right now as we speak children are still being taken away by the government and it's only because of the effects of generational trauma this hold that generational trauma and the effects of colonization and invasion all of these effects that they have had on us it's affecting us still to this day Instead of helping these communities, 
with these traumas and these problems. They are taking our children instead. Can you can they not see the problem with this? These children that continue with the intergenerational trauma cycle. These children lose their connection to their culture and feel displaced in their own country, the country that they own. They go into schools that teach them the whitewashed version of Australian history. So many kids grow up not knowing about their culture, not knowing a single thing, or when they do it's tokenistic and appropriated and a cut out paper boomerang painted with some acrylic paint you know some kids don't even know they're Aboriginal so Kevin Rudd we appreciate the gesture but sorry means you don't do it again It's been years since this speech, but these rates are getting higher and higher. Now, before we finish this episode, thank you for sticking with it this long, but I'd like to comment on the non-Indigenous people's input on being sorry about it. Um, Sorry to Indigenous people and this whole idea that we're sorry, we said sorry now move on as an indigenous Australian I've heard the following it was hundreds of years ago, get over it stop dwelling on the past we've said sorry at least we're not in America These comments, yet ignorant, show exactly how Australians think. These people have the, yeah, my ancestor did some really fucked up shit, but I'm not my ancestors. I don't agree with what they've done. So, leave me out of this conversation. I'm not responsible. I don't have to listen to you. You're stuck in the past. I don't have to apologise, you know, you Aboriginals need to get over it, things aren't as bad as you say they are, mentality, Aboriginal voices are silenced by these phrases, we're racially gaslighted into thinking our voices and opinions are not important, that we should stay quiet about the injustices that we face. This is not okay and I urge you, please do not stay quiet about an injustice. Of course, easier said than done. But we can't let these colonizers win. I have many reasons why I think Australia isn't actually sorry. But the the main one for me is the government didn't actually want Kevin Rudd to make the sorry speech in the first place. Um, do you know do you want to know the reason why? 
because that means that they have to admit that they were actually responsible. You heard that right. They didn't want to say the sorry speech because they don't want to admit that they were actually responsible and are still responsible for this whole freaking mess. Here's another reason. Indigenous Australians are racially gaslighted by non-Indigenous people daily. We are told that our opinions don't matter, that they're invalid, that we're just, it's all in our heads. It's, you know, not as bad as America, God forbid. (sighs) And three, sorry means you don't do that shit again. You can't be sorry for what your ancestors did, but then continue doing what they did. Also, why would you be sorry if you profit and thrive off our oppression? Our children are still being taken away. We are still being killed by police. We are still going missing and no one's talking about it. We make up 80% of the 10-year-old children in juvies and correctional centres. We have the highest incarceration rates in the world. Our men have the top suicide rates in the world. We are racially profiled, denied of our identity if we don't have a piece of paper. Denied services, followed in shops and so much more. We are invalidated because our skin is not black. We are told we are not Aboriginal enough. We are not black enough. We are told that... They are happy because they bred the black out of us. And yes, I have been told that. We only make up 3% of the whole of Australia. All this shit that we face every day, it isn't adding up and we need to keep talking about it. Silence kills, so let's scream. so much for listening to my first podcast episode I really hope you guys enjoyed this one it was pretty serious it was pretty intense at the end I got a bit passionate then but as I said silence kills we can't stay quiet I know it's hard but all my socials are under that curry kid that k-o-o-r-i kid Please follow my Instagram and TikTok. That would be super helpful. And I will see you next time on Korean. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Bye.